welcome back to the Benzinga Titans Sports Betting Summit. We are super excited to have the founders of Better, Joey Levy and Jake Paul. The company, which probably most of you guys have heard of, is interesting. It takes a different take on micro betting, and we're going to learn about micro betting um, in a minute. But the thing is, I have friends, their kids, they're 20 years old, 25, 25 years old, 26 years old. They don't. They don't watch a sport event without an iPhone doing these little bets. So that's why I'm truly excited to hear about what better is. Joey or Jake, do you guys want to describe what better is? Sure. Maybe I'll start and then Jake could speak about sort of our media arm. Um, and I think one of the things that is really underappreciated about better is we're not just a sports betting company, but we're also a media company. So super high level, you have better holdings, you have better gaming. Um, and you have better media. Better gaming is predominantly differentiated in two key ways. Uh, one is we have a far simpler and more intuitive user experience. So, um, and for more context on what that means, I remember when I started my prior company, Simple Bet, and ultimately this served as the inspiration for Better. And I tried to bet on sports for the first time, and I saw minus 175 money line, plus five and a half point spread, and you know, I'm not the smartest guy in any room that I go into, but I was an Ivy League educated former daily fantasy sports operator who literally couldn't bet on sports because the product experience was uninterpretable, right? It's not intuitive that minus 175 means to bet 175 to win 100, for example. So the vision on the UI UX front is to really build like the Robin Hood to the gambling industry's E-Trade, Fidelity, Charles Schwab, right? Those latter products built really good experiences for the power day trader, but it took Robin Hood to come around and create incremental TAM by enabling enabling regular mainstream consumers to engage with the product experience. So we differentiate through the simple intuitive UI UX. And then the second thing is this emphasis on instant gratification betting, micro betting. And um, by micro betting, we don't mean small transaction amounts, but rather we mean micro timeframes with respect to the duration of the betting markets. And one thing that's really underappreciated about micro betting is that before the US market opened up, it never really made sense for micro betting to be a, a something that you heavily invested in because the global marketplace is driven predominantly by soccer, which is a fluid game without a lot of moments to bet on, uh, without a lot of scoring. Um, but if you think of the cadence and composition of US sports, they're very stop and start, moment to moment. You have pitches and 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 at bats. You have plays and drives. Um, a lot of uh, scoring and speculation over superstar players and what they'll do next. So micro betting, we think, may ultimately be the predominant way people bet on U.S. sports, um, because not just how nicely suited they are to the cadence and composition of U.S. sports, but it introduces an order of magnitude greater level of instant gratification of the consumer experience in a world where consumers just have increasingly lower attention spans, given there's so many different options to entertain oneself nowadays. Um, so that's really what serves as the two core differentiating pillars of better gaming. Um, sports media is arguably just as antiquated as is the gaming side of this business. And I'll let Jake speak to how we seek to differentiate ourselves from a, from a media and content creation standpoint. Yeah, so basically, um, when I was getting, you know, involved in this industry, the companies I was working with were just throwing millions and millions of dollars around for marketing and ideas and trying to come up with content. And none of it was organic and really didn't make any sense. It was confusing and not super intuitive. And when I met Joey, I instantly fell in love with the demo version of the 
better app at the time. And really our goal with better media is to drive tons of attention to this product to lower the customer acquisition cost, which is obviously like the main expense for all of these companies, DraftKings, FanDuel, you know, there's billions of dollars of marketing spend and a very high customer acquisition costs. And so we're really building content, building out a talent network, different sports shows um, and growing our user base and brand organically, which has like been my expertise. You know, I've amassed 70 million followers and haven't spent a dollar doing it. Um, so my expertise is growing that that audience and that brand affinity. And that's what we've already done on a, on a major scale. And just taking a look at, um, you know, what would it look like if ESPN were launched today? And it's creating a relationship with our audience and our fan base and our users um, and just letting the curtains down, letting them behind the scenes and really like mastering the social narrative and creating tons of talent who then go back and promote the app and what we're you know already seeing and, and finding out is that our thesis from day one is is now working incredibly so pretty excited about it so like so B bs with jake paul right that show has grown from nothing to what it is today do you find a lot of people like see the show then hear about better versus you having to spend a bunch of money on paid media Exactly. Exactly. The, the, the show, you know, we have guests on, um, we, we pay for the, the cameras and the staff to, to press record. Um, but it's, it's so much cheaper and, you know, we're generating millions and millions and millions of tens of millions of views, especially with the clip outs, you know, even just on the, on the YouTube is one thing, but the, the clip outs go viral across all these different platforms. If the whole episode is 45 minutes, we'll take the, best six moments that are 30 seconds long and put them out there. And the better logo is on all of those posts. Um, and we're constantly talking about better and we're growing the talent in better as well, who also are constantly talking about the product, making picks. And then it creates this natural relationship where whenever we have something that we want to promote in the product, we're able to naturally fuse it into the show um, and the audience will want to like play along with us or um, play the better ticket, depending on like if there's a fight or whatever the promo is, it, it's just much more natural and it doesn't feel like this advertisement that's no. you know, being shoved in your face like Kevin Hart sitting on a couch. It's virtually free. And that's just like one example of, of, what we've done um but it's been pretty successful yeah and this is what a media company being created today this day and age you can create a product within a as part of a media company and joey how did you i know you were a teal fellow and you had simple bet how did you meet um jake sure so while i was um still building simple bet um, I met, uh, actually Jake's partner, Jeff Wu on, on anti-fund, um, while I was actively thinking through, cause I started simple bet as, as I may have alluded to at the beginning of this conversation to simplify the sports betting user experience to effectively what do what we're doing with better today. And then ult ultimately passed, but got repealed. We started focusing on us sports 
and we realized that a lot of the technical infrastructure to enable micro betting and other forms of in-play betting that were bespoke for U.S. sports did not exist. So Simple Bet, out of necessity initially, had to build this product and technology. And, and today, Simple Bet is one of the leading B2B technology companies in the category, powering businesses like DraftKings, Caesars, Bet365, et cetera. However, as a B2B technology company, you have no control over the front end consumer experience. And you also have no control with respect to how you go about developing your brand, as Jake put very nicely a, a few minutes ago, not just creating, not just spending a ton of money on advertising like car insurance companies, but rather building grassroots level brand affinity with the consumer. Like, I, I think we're, we're going to be successful with how we're building building our audience because we're really focused on building brand affinity. Consumers nowadays, they're increasingly smarter and more sophisticated, and they're not just going to see a brand, you know, like Kevin Hart or whoever say, bet MGM, here's a bonus credit, whatever, like they're, they're going to want to feel connected with the brand and they're going to want to know about the product and why it exists. So um, I met Jeff and then, and then he introduced me to Jake through that, thinking of how can we go after the consumer opportunity so that we could win long term over the UI UX and the brand development and distribution. It's not enough for the consumer today to just be able to bet on Aaron Judge while he's on deck. People want to be able to bet on Aaron Judge while he's at home plate. Ball one comes in, it's a 1-0 count. Then they could take revised odds on a 1-1 count. Then 1-2 count, et cetera. And you need to automate the market mechanics in order to enable the consumer to engage with that experience. Because quite literally, when the pitcher nods their head and agrees to the pitch with the catcher, we trigger market suspension. And then the moment the pitch is delivered, we re-enable the market such that the consumer can bet for pretty much the entire duration of their at bat and it, the market's only suspended when there's something in the event that is happening that would subsequently inf uh, influence the probabilities um it, for it. example if that didn't exist the markets would be suspended for a prohibitively long period of time and the consumer experience would never exist uh, to begin with so there's a lot of really robust technology behind this that um doesn't sound like a big deal, but it really means everything to the consumer experience. And everything we do from a product standpoint is is really trying to build the best possible consumer experience for for sports fans or, well, across the country. You know, I, I know this is a financially focused show um, and media company that you have. You know, DraftKings paid six hundred million dollars for SB Tech. Uh, Bally's paid over a hundred million dollars for Betworks. It's rumors that Fanatics paid over fifty million dollars for just a copy of a Melco source code. We bought the entire Chameleon platform, inclusive of a betting engine, Pam, casino management, etc., for seven and a half million USD. Forty percent of which is being paid for in equity at our, our at our latest valuation. Um, so, so we're quite pleased with the acquisition and. Um, you know, I, I can't wait to launch V1 of the better pro product experience. What, what we have right at, right now is a beta product. It's a V0. It demonstrates the two core tenets of the vision that I alluded to at the top, simple, intuitive UX and a focus on instant gratification betting. And it's a really strong product experience so far, but it's nowhere near where we want it to be or need it to be. So we're really excited to roll out V1 sometime next year on, on top of the Chameleon platform. Jake, I know like... Now. Like Jake, I'm like maybe a media head or what have you, but I'm sitting here and I thought your best asset, your best trait was like you knew how to get media. Then I thought your best thing was you're a boxer. Then you have the un your best thing by far is putting the people around you. I've heard you talk about Joey. That answer was just like 
like, I, and I know some of these software vendors like GAN who do, do the do the vertical, you know, power these things. You're basically telling me you're all vertically integrated at this point. I mean, except that you're using SimpleBet technology for something, right? We're using them for the micro betting yeah. API feeds, which they have a substantial first mover advantage on. And and that's not like we, we want to control the betting engine in the PAM, which enables us to control. Yeah. For example, we can integrate other API feeds in addition to SimpleBet. Now we're not fully reliant upon anybody other than ourselves, right? The, the other suppliers will power features yeah. and ancillary products, but the core product development is not fully um, within the hands of, of the better team. I mean, the amount of counts you're going to get per month, because we're going to get to, we only have a couple more minutes, but like your first big media move, other than you doing your own shows, but you brought the Cavenders on, correct? Yeah, so we brought in the the Cavender twins who basically, you know, stopped themselves from continuing their basketball career of like going to the WNBA to work with us and to create content through our network to launch um, to launch a show amongst other things. Uh, and they have this this massive, massive presence in the in the basketball world and this like superstar potential and power. And so we're bringing in, you know, other talent as we speak as well as the cavender twins and just continuing to grow the network of bigger stars and then stars that you know we're developing um through our content ecosystem from the ground floor um so super excited to have them on board but they're definitely an amazing asset for the company okay i have to ask this question people keep asking me to ask you it today derek your, your buddy derek you know the, the, the picks guys that can't be fired how's he doing today with nate diaz but like i I have a theory, but what's your answer about Derek? Man, Come on, he, give us an exclusive. Come on. De, I mean, Derek's crazy. And everyone was everyone's like, oh, Jake told him to do this in the press conference. I swear on everything. <laughs> I don't oh, really think I don't tell him anything. He's he's out of his mind 99% of the time. But this kid has star power. Like the amount of people that texted me and, and DM'd me after that situation were like, I don't know what this kid, like if he's in his right mind, but something about this kid is special and, <laughs> and it's true, but he's, he's an example of someone that we've built through our talent ecosystem that now has this like super star potential and has built up a crazy fan base. <laughs> it's just really funny to see. I know that the kid's I know got it's crazy, but I know it was like organic and it just, it happens. Like you don't, you guys don't do like an American idol type show where you say, who's the, the next, you know, better. Like, have you guys thought of doing that and bringing in more guys like him? I don't yeah, know how you pick that. I mean, I don't know how you do that. That's like impressive. I mean, no, we've definitely thought of doing like some sort of public search for like people to be involved in better. And I think that actually is something on the horizon. Uh, but we also have an eye for this. Like that was, what I what was my first actually start in venture capital and business was um, a social media label where like I identified talent and helped grow their brand into the millions of followers. And so I've just naturally like always known how to do this. And it's something that I'm good at, and like passionate about. And we've kind of just taken some of those things and um, plugged it into the to the better world. And it's taking off so 
I should we should have moved to Puerto Rico. I could have learned like an ounce from you and then made Benzinga way bigger. But before, <laughs> but be, before we finish, like you guys have top investors, um, you know, Silicon Valley, what or what have you, from Travis Scott to I'm just naming celebrities, Des Bryant. But um, are you guys looking to raise more money? Is there anything that we could do to get the word out other than get more accounts opened up with you or watch the media sites, all your you know all your different shows? And I, I by the way, if someone's listening right now. On YouTube, go to uh, Jake's page, like original, your YouTube about, I think it was the Better YouTube. Your first video about Better describes it perfectly. You've stuck to your mission since day one of building this company. I'm sure you've had little gyrations, but you talk about the media company. You talk about the application. It's the best story of Better if you want to hear the first video you made. But is there anything that Joey or Jake that we can do to help get the word out? I mean, the company is it's going to be hockey stick growth. You, as long as you guys execute and can take money and deposit and make it work like you're saying the Robin Hood way um, but, but then again don't stop trading in GameStop because then you guys are gonna get, it'll be like every day on TV but um, is there anything we can do to help you in any way okay and in regards to um, the different states you're in is that the biggest challenge right now for growth like I know because because I wanted to you like that's is that the, do you have to hire a team to do that? I think we look with respect to going live in additional states. I mean, you know, you brought up some of the other M&A that was announced earlier this week. I, I think similarly to how we're developing our media, you know, audience and, and yep. talent network and, and building our product experience, we want to be very methodical and opportunistic with respect to how we go about state by state expansion. Um, most of pretty much all of the market access deals that we've entered into are cash light featuring an equity component, aligning incentives with ourselves and the partners that we align ourselves with. And we're, we're, we're getting market access deals that are anywhere from a 75 to a 95% discount against peak market, which enables us to invest in our product and invest in our media. So I think we have enough market access in the current set of states that we have to do what I just said we're going to do, which is prove that we will have the best unit economics in the category. And when we prove that, we're going to go out and and put a couple hundred million dollars to work and and pour gasoline on the fire that that we're assembling right now. And then maybe Jake can get his brother to join your team on this one, you know? Okay. Last, last question. Your company is unreal. And on the side note, this probably won't be on the live feed, but if there's room for a smidgen, I know some guys would like to invest like this guy. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, so, but seriously, like real money. Um, Jake, how is it go? Okay. Now, Aaron, you can go back to, you don't have to cut that out. I mean, you cut that out and now we're going to the last. No, question. appreciate the, the conviction against what we're doing. And uh, I, we, it, we, we could, it, we, we could talk. After it the, it the, makes so much sense. It's how I got Benzinga to sell these subscriptions by just writing content. And then people this is like 10 years ago and it, whatever, it makes so much. It's made, what you're doing is the way it should be. I mean, look at the cost to acquire a customer for MGM and um, even, you know, all these places have buying ads like crazy. And you have Jake here and the whole network and it's entertaining. You got the twins on and I know you're going to, I know you have five people up your sleeve that are going to be incredible that everyone's gonna be like, holy shit, how'd this better come about? We should have bought them when they started. And then soon you're going to have a billion dollar valuation. And just like Prime's going to sell for something like that. You guys are going to either sell for that before you go public or you're going to go public in three to four years. That's that's my. That's what I see. I don't know. I mean, um, but so final question, Jake. Um, how is it? How is it going? Training with for the Nate Diaz fight. 
is it when you have a company to run like better and your social following is a lot of stress for you i appreciate you doing the interview but like just a day in the life of like how you manage your time i guess that's would be yeah no it's definitely really really stressful to be honest i i think i do a good job of managing it sometimes i don't but but lots of meditation and an amazing team um so obviously we have the better team but i have like i think my own team is like 15 or 16 17 people maybe um just here out in puerto rico so uh i can't do it by myself but i pop in in the things that i'm best at and um i'm very efficient with my time and definitely when i have a fight scheduled you know boxing comes first um but i say it's boxing better and sleep and that's that's my life pretty much um but, you know, the boxing, focusing on the boxing thing makes everything in else in the ecosystem bigger. Um, but the, the training is, is going really well and uh, very, very excited, very prepared, filled with this like vengeance that I've never had before. And this motivation um, that I ne- have never had before coming up. Why do you have it? Just just from losing uh, <laughs> and and knowing and wanting to come back uh even stronger and better and switched up everything in my team um from from a coaching standpoint on the boxing side of things and that has been already a massive massive game changer so excited to show everyone my new skills on august 5th well you've been proving people wrong your entire life you know from how you grew up poor to what you've done now from being hamburger helpers and <laughs> I mean, that's what you grew up. I mean, unless yeah, you're joking on that, poor. I wouldn't say poor, but definitely not poor, but but not um, not wealthy, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not wealthy. Grew up. You grew up happy, but just yeah. not wealthy like Duarte. But what you built from Ohio, you can't guys. You didn't come from L.A. Ohio, just in Ohio, Midwest. We're in Michigan. So Midwest town, our one of our investors owns the Cavs. And so, you know, Midwest guy, build what you built. And now you got better that's about to take over the world in, in uh, sports betting way. It's an amazing story. I, I want to thank, you know, Joey, uh, Jake, and then uh, Michael Goldberg for helping us get the scheduled. Good luck. And uh, I'll let you go back to training. Um, but thank you guys again. And uh, we'll be in touch. Thank you, man. Awesome. Great. Thank, thank you. you, Jason. Take yeah, care. you too. Be in touch with you, Joey. Talk to you.